Days were behind us since we fled the Lawrence Plantation. We realized that Mother Nature was suddenly growing with a vengeance. Trees tripled in size like giant kings of the forest. Vegetation was devouring houses overnight, and animals we hadn't ever heard nor seen before now prowled in the shadows. This new world was a sight the likes we'd never seen. Mama and the kids were all heading up north. News had reached us that the whole country were now in chaos, even the north. Blacks everywhere was now unkillable, and whites were fearing the worst. The southern militia were gathering slave patrollers in secret, because to them we were still slaves, under the law. Though they couldn't kill us, if we let our guard down, they still could capture and imprison us. So we was free but we weren't safe by any means. Tilly was taking the moral high ground as to search for the sacred mountain. It was still conflicting me though. Seemed we should stay and fight now that we had the uppers of it. I longed only for a world where my unborn child might know true freedom. But I were putting my faith in her and in my visions as it were all I had left to trust. Charlie were leading us to a plantation he knew of and thought might be abandoned. The light in the sky was low as our stomachs were empty and tensions were full. We knew Reddick and his men were on our trail and we couldn't rest. Everybody home? We're all out of food. We got women and children in here. Please leave us alone. It's the sheriff, sheriff? Reddick Fouché. Hurry up, come in. I come to check on folks who live out here in the woods, seeing as you're so far off the road. Thank you, sir. Name's Finn. Me and my boys been hiding inside for days. There ain't really no women in here. I'm afraid of being overrun by them Negroes. How is it in town? Well, the whole place is up in flames. My men are too sick to help. All of them are down for the count. And all of them doctors done fled. One of my boys done told me all the plantations owners and they families done fallen sick. Well, you got boys here with you? Boys, come out here. Whoa, whoa. Well now, ain't all of you big for your britches. About 700 pounds between the three of you. He's from Biggins. Yeah, they got it from their mama. May she rest in peace. Oh, she died from the sickness? Oh, no. She passed away some years ago. Her heart ain't worked too well. But ain't none of us got the sickness. Well, except for I got me some god-awful stomach upset. But my boys is healthier than a herd of bulls. Thank the Lord, because we too poor for no doctor. They say that illness ain't contagious, though. <laughs> what can I do you for? Well... How'd you all like to be deputized? Where the hell are we headed? Due north, to the Appalachians. Nearest mountain range I know. Should be hunting down Reddick and his men. A man's got a right to lead his own family, Tilly. 
This the last thing I'm trusting you on, Gammon. Elder or not, then I'm making the way. All right then, Sam. Bill, you keep that carriage between me and Charlie's horses. I'm gonna ride out front. I were holding the reins of the horse-drawn carriage carrying Tilly, Mary, and Mr. Collins, the butler. Mr. Collins had always been John's right hand, and now he was fixing to be Mary's. Now you lay down, Miss Mary. We just need to my relax. My heart, my aching heart, it hurts. Your head, your heart, make up your damn mind, Mary. It's both and everywhere. We sick everywhere. That butler weren't sick at all. His brain so washed, he ain't know where Mary ended and he began. What's wrong with Mary, Grandma? She been screaming for days now. I ain't rightly know. Ugh, I think she's faking, trying for pity. You're too young for all that bitter child. I ain't trust her, nor Charlie. World's so turnt, I don't trust none of this. Why you ain't told Samuel you a child yet? Shh. He ain't got to know. Nobody has to. I tell when I need to. Sure weren't how I'd want for it. This world a hell unto itself. Hate it so. You best find your heart in this. That's where the battle is. If the sacred mountain and all that peace is gonna be found, can't see hide nor hair of it through all that hate. Pull over. Ah, oh, no. You sick too, Belle? She gonna be all right. You go with her till they into the woods. Watch her back. I'll stand watch and make sure ain't nobody sneaking up the road. I can help. Just sit, Charlie. We good. Tilly stood a few feet from me, standing watch as I found a tree and expelled myself. You okay, Bill? <coughs> yes, I'm fine. As I finished up, I searched my hollowed heart for some semblance of peace. Tilly and her words had a hard time sinking, but I'd try for it. world I wanted for my girl would be of an even keel. Like the kind you see in the sky. Clouds ain't mad at the sun for shining too bright. Sun ain't fuss at the moon for more time a day. But it seemed like a dream without wings, because I can't change white folks' heart. How could changing mine make the difference? That was when I heard the sounds of leaves breaking behind me. I slowly pulled my gun from my skirt and took a breath. I spun around fast, only to find I were alone. Were my mind playing tricks? There it was again. I looked to the ground, and right for my eyes, I seen the leaves breaking like footsteps without feet. Had my mind finally broke? I grabbed myself and I ran back to Tilly and them. There's something in the woods. They try to grab you? Stop running, Bill. Grab your gun and follow me. No, no, Sam. It ain't men. It, it, it's, um... Well, what is it then? It, it, it's spirits. Ghosts? Oh, hell. You sicker than Mary, girl. I ain't. I seen it. How you seen a ghost? I, I, I felt it. It's just one of them. Probably Reddick trying to scare us. It won't. Let's just get back in the carriage. Whatever it is can't kill us no more. Seen or unseen. You hear that, Reddick? That was a warning. 
We got Mary Lawrence with us. And ain't for certain how long she gonna last. She keep following us. You hear? I'ma come for all of you. What do you mean you ain't certain how long I'll last? What are you gonna do to me? I ain't never hurt you. I never put a hand on any of you people. I housed you and fed you. And it will bow in the rest of them. What? I said it was. Now, Miss Mary, she just sick as all, Miss Bell. Her mind just need tending. Her mind been needing tending long for now. Get her out. I take care of her, Miss Bell. Get her out of my carriage, Mr. Collins, lest you want to join her. You can't just leave me here, Bell. Why not? Let our people come find you. You can tell your side to them about how clean you is of it all. They don't know my heart like you. Your what? Now, Miss Bell, she ain't in the right of things. Looky here. I know Miss Mary well. She trusts me. I can quiet her. Besides, we need her, like Sam say. Miss Mary, the daughter-in-law to the largest, richest landowner this side of the Mississippi. Like royalty to him. Them patrollers gonna be mindful no harm comes to her. They all gonna have to think twice for trying to grab us. I went nearing my point with Mary, but knew there were truths on what Mr. Collins said. Fine. Now, Mary, you do best to, to sit. Your heart ain't well. Collins, my heart ain't. it's like something been ripped out of me. Uh, Miss Mary, <laughs> Mr. Collins here to take care of you. Always do, don't I? Always do. Now, Sheriff, I ain't trained in lawful matters, but I'm pretty good with the gun. Guns ain't no use to us nohow. Can't kill them sons of bitches. But that ain't gonna stop us from catching them and locking them back up. All I need is body strength, which your boys got in space. But, uh, can't they shoot us? <laughs> Only if they see us coming. But, uh... Ain't no bull butts, Finn. It's a matter of the law. And they ain't humans. They savages. You wanna join the slave patrol or not? That you find with getting your property burned out in the middle of the night by one of them. They burning folks' homes? Why one of them uppity gals over at the Lawrence Plantation done burnt the whole place down. Including the fields. In fact, that's what I wanna hire you and your boys for. I wanna catch her. What's her name? Mirabelle. She's the one that started all this. I heard they hung her one night, but the damn thing came back from the dead. That little witch done spread her voodoo. You boys in? Well, um, what you offering us in return? Enough to keep you well-fed and healthy. Look at them boys. We already well-fed and healthy, Sheriff. Yeah. All right. I got me the deeds to a couple of vacated plantations. Can promise you and your boys one of them. Hmm? One of them king's castles? Ah. Well, I like the sound of that. I can get you all the healthy men you need. Speaking of, what about you, Sheriff? You ain't feeling the sickness? No. The Lord favors the mighty.
we came upon a dimly lit house, much like the Lawrence plantation, but older and much bigger. Had bushes done in shapes out front and pillars standing high and wide on the front porch. And then came that sound, like angels in the wind. Someone were making music inside. Might have been pretty were it not for the scent. Smelled of death, so fresh you could taste blood in the air. Could be a trap. We all readied ourselves in case of it. Then we stopped out at the front door, the melodies of angels coming from inside. The music was split by a creaking noise in the distance. We turned towards the noise and there hanging in the tree nearby with a body of a man. It's Mr. Davis, the owner of the plantation. Oh, no more. You mean the former owner. <laughs> Welcome to my kingdom. And this here is my den. We turned to see Lion, a liberated man once enslaved by John Lawrence. We knew him from years past. He were a boy then, but we're now fully formed. Heard he'd been beaten near death after Mr. Davis bought him. But now he looked like new. Wore a coat and pants fully pressed, with buttons shining in the night. As he got closer, though, could see something had stained his ruffled shirt. It were blood, and it were painted all over his shoes, too, like he'd been walking in a pool of it. Been learning music. Funny how when the mind ain't fixed on trying to live, it can free itself for other things. Lion, that you? Who's asking? It's me, Samuel. Sam! Got Tilly and the family with me. Well, let me take a look. <laughs> Why, hell, you sure look different riding up front. Same for you. Walking out the main house. Oh, good seeing you. What you doing all the way up here? Come round, because Charlie here done told us there might be room here. Charlie who? I'm Charlie, sir. He's with us. <laughs> for now. Mm, sure, Samuel. You welcome any time, but your boy Charlie, he's gonna have to stay out here. And who's that in the carriage? It's me, Tilly, and my girl. You remember Bill, don't you? Well, no, Miss Tilly. Sight for so eyes. <laughs> and Miss Bell, ooh, you done grown, ain't you? Far cry from when we was little, trying to tote them big-ass wheelbarrows. Sure is. We both done stretched a bit. Hmm. And who's that in the back? Lion. Mr. <laughs> fucking Collins. That was when Lion slowly began walking over to Mr. Collins, gun drawn. Nah, I hope there ain't no hard feelings in you. I was just following orders there, Lion. I mean her. You shot Mr. Collins! Mary Lawrence? Well, you come bearing gifts tonight, Samuel. Now hold up, Lion. Can't let you do that. We need Miss Mary to bargain with. Ain't no good if she did. You come up here toting the enemy to my door and my kindness. 
Got you a white boy. I'm sure ain't never lift no hand to help. I would never. Did I say you could speak? On top of that white boy, you helping this old cunt who done made money hang over fist off the purchase of me, Belle, and Lord knows how many other children she bought for free labor. I, I won't purchase by Mary. Mama, my mama and papa bore me right on the plantation. What? And to nothing finally time. ice that cake. You giving safe passage to a house nigga that beat his own kind with more fine fury than any white man ever did. Done had that butler's foot up so far my ass I shat his boot. I was just... Shut the fuck up! Lion shot Mr. Collins in the face again. <coughs> Blew a hole right through his jaw. Had him choking on his own teeth. Then slowly that old butler's face started fixing itself back in order again. Now stop it, Lion! What you gonna do, huh? You gonna give me 50 lashes and stick me in a hole? You ever seen the inside of a hole, butler boy? Men, come! Yes, sir. Grab that servant in the back off the carriage. I'm an old man. Please! Lion, now I know what your you venom know, real, real. What you know? None of yours was ever under the hand of Mr. Collins here. You kept a safe distance in them fields. But me? I was a serving boy in that house of theirs. Years under his dirty thumb and sticky fingers. You remember, Collins? I weren't in my right mind. Well, which mind were you in? Lion, I ain't trying to lighten his wrongs on you. Just we need him to keep Mary settled. Fuck Mary! You ain't need her. That's what she had you think. But at least she a wolf. I can see me a wolf coming a mile away. But can't tell a fox even if it right under your nose. Ain't that right, Mr. Collins? Put him in the hole. Let me go! Now, little Miss Mary, <laughs> what are we gonna do with you? <laughs> Quiet. Hmm. Ride them horses quiet, boys. This here path is secret, Sheriff. So hidden I can't find it sometimes myself. Won't nobody come this way. I, I ain't I ain't fearing them savages. Just wanna let my dog track slowly. Hmm. You sure that handkerchief got enough of that gal's scent on it? Trigger is the best tracking dog in the county. He don't need but a fingerprint and he'll find him. And that little nigga gal had her hands all over this when she gave me that slop of food. Well, I ain't fearing them savages neither, Sheriff. Except for the fact they can kill us. But I ain't scared. Not like that John Lawrence, rest his soul. He jumped at his own shadow. Well, one time he gave me a whole mess of pigs. I had me plenty of pigs, but John wanted to starve them slaves. <laughs> He stopped feeding them for days on account they was getting so big he scared they might attack him. Shrunk them down so small they could barely dig. <laughs> oh, oh, damn stomach again. Gotta eat me some bread or something. I'm gonna roll me a cigarette. Y'all follow trigger. I'll catch up. Right then. Come on, boys. Trigger, slow down, damn dog. Are there? 
were dragging Mary out to the back of the house where the cotton fields were. Men, drag that old hag over here next to the kindling. Oh, no, no, no! Please! Hey! Scream all you want. Ain't nobody from Miles. Ain't you on that line. They tracking us. Them state patrollers. They hear her screams and they might come trying to catch us while we sleep. We're ready for them. Got us night watchers armed at the ready. Suppose one of them drift off. Or, or one patroller sneak past her. We need a better game than that. You got any traps? Like, uh, like, like them they use for catching bears? Got some in the shed. We need to set some out here in the woods and, and in this here cotton field. Cletus. Cletus here used to be our overseer. I've been letting him do house chores instead. <laughs> Saving him for last. Cletus were a white man who could barely stand straight. We ain't heard nothing on him yet. But it's pride. But he been acting like he will beat him blue. His neck were twisted and his back were bleeding. If you ain't beat him lying, why is his back bleeding? Probably done it on himself. He trying for sympathy. Ain't nothing wrong with you, boy. Go show Mr. Samuel here where the traps is. I studied Cletus good. If Lion were true and ain't do that to him, why were Cletus in such a way? His cries sounded to me like Mary's cries. Now for you, Miss Mary. I didn't know. Ain't no what. You knew I ain't had no family to call my own. You knew when Mr. Davis took me over, he was gonna break all of what was left for me. I didn't. I had lashes so deep I couldn't even stand straight. But now, I can stand tall. No scars left. No scars we can see. Davis ain't break me, Tilly. I broke him. Damn near in half. And all his kin. Our blood, sweat, and tears is in them fields. And now, so is theirs. Lion took that lamp of his and raised it toward them fields. It all came into view. Broken bodies scattered about the cotton field. Piles of them, lying in pools of blood. Can't do that, lion. Uh, already did. <laughs> and now Miss Mary here fixing to join them. Bring me that bucket of caffeine, no, men. Miss Mary, hush now. Hush. Lion took that bucket of firing oil and poured it all over Mary. Then he pulled out a matchstick. You hear that? That's the same thing we heard when you ain't come to our aid. 
silence. As Lion lit that match, I stood fixed in myself. Felt like I couldn't move. Sure, Mary weren't on the right side of it all. But, but, but I couldn't help seeing my papa's face when I saw her on her knees. Pain were the equal of us, and I, I, I couldn't be the bearer of it. My, my silence would be the same as hers. Power in my breath. Power's in my breath. Lion! That was when it come to me. All that crying over pain Mary had been doing all day, it was just like Cletus's. They were suffering from the same thing. I looked over at Charlie, who were huddled behind Tilly, and showed no signs of suffering in his body. He was scared, but, but, but he weren't in no pain. Why? Why? What were the difference between them? Lion, you ain't need to kill her. Nature gonna balance it. What you talking of, Bill? Cletus. Your boy. He lynched folks, didn't he? He whipped them. Sure did. That's why. That's why his back is bleeding and he can't stand tall. That's why his neck is twisted. And and, and Mary, she's set witness to all our pain. That's why, that's why she cries all the time. Whatever pain they brought on others seems to me making its way through them like some sort of atonement. Atonement? Then why your boy Charlie here doing so well? He, he never owned us, did you, Charlie? No, ma'am. Never once did no harm to any man. He ain't got nothing to atone. You ain't got to do nothing unto Mary, but nature ain't gonna do it. Well, ain't that something? <laughs> you feeling pain, man? True, Tilly? Sure is. She ain't slept all week. We can all testify to that. <laughs> Still, ain't the justice I was looking for. Oh, please, no. Lion, wait. What's that on your face? What the? My face. Lion's cheek started ripping open. Dripping with blood. Suddenly, two holes began taking shape on his face. Up till now, Lion's skin were untainted and tight. His face were beautifully made. But now his jaw was splitting right before our eyes. Could see clear to the bone of it. He wasn't supposed to bleed. What the? Things Undone was created and written by Shanae Lawson, produced and directed by Joel Pysig, starring Shanae Lawson, Jonelle Kennedy, Shannon Holmes, Danny Jacobs, Takuma Bay, K.C. Okoro, Kristen Susson, Oscar Jordan, and Hugo Martin. Theme song by Will Richter, and special thanks to Alarm on Films.